0: And we're back with another episode of The Anarchist Experience, episode 271, a.k.a. Year 6, week 21, uh, coming at you. As always, I am your host, Mr. Rich E. Rich, along with... MC and... KS. Oh, welcome back, KS. Missed you last week. Uh, As you know, this is a call-in show. Uh, Those numbers for you to dial are 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. That's 303-335-9527 or 303-835-1301. Uh so what is going on with you guys this week? Um
1: Oh my gosh, there's so much drama happening in in Washington. In the Seattle. LBC? Oh, okay. That, that, oh, that's that's you want I That's what I want to talk about. Oh, well, um, lead the way, man. <laughs> but, you know, there's there's yeah, there's always stuff happening. Uh
0: lately. I mean, it is topical it's topical and it's been covered everywhere. So if you want to, if you want to throw in your, your opinion on, you know, Seattle or Washington, uh, by all means, let's, let's hear it. Yeah. But there's, there's a whole bunch of
1: different ways to look at it. Okay. And, uh, so there's good things and bad things. And, and so, so the good thing is, it's like, here's an example of chasing the cops away and the, the cops for some reason voluntarily left the, the, little precinct uh station that they had in this area in the the capitol hill autonomous zone well it is uh, now
0: the capitol hill autonomous zone in Seattle, right now in downtown Seattle.
1: and so the the cops left and there's there's armed people uh you know protecting the area um they have some sort of checkpoints i guess i don't know how the checkpoints really work uh i i, I think it's probably you could just walk through and as long as you're not a violent person, you know, you'd be fine. Probably just walking in, but yeah, depends um, on where depends on the news outlet from which you get the story.
0: Right. right. If it's, if it's the conservative right wing uh, news outlet, then they're armed guards at the checkpoints, IDing people as you enter to make sure that you belong there. Uh, If it's the left wing media, it's, it's peaceful people just, you know, doing their little sit in protest and feel free to come and go
1: as you please. It's mostly peaceful. They're not uh, throwing bricks into the businesses' windows. Um, there has been some reports of, uh, you know, bad behavior from some of the people in there. Uh, you know, such as like uh, intimidating people into letting them stay in the the hotel rooms or whatever. <laughs> uh, but there's yeah, so there's lots of drama going on there. I think it's funny, but my my focus is on on the on the police and. So the, the root of this whole thing is about the police. It's not because there's free people that want to be free. It's not because there's communists wanting to set up a commune, even though some of them are actually doing that. So it's really about uh, the their uh, uh, protests against the police and then the police uh, re- responding to, to their demands, which is funny because like if if that's going to be a model for the way uh things are done in the future um you know that's that's kind of what a a terrorist does is you know hold something hostage and make demands and so that's kind of what they're doing so in a way you could say okay this is kind of like a terrorist activity but it's like a bunch of hippies doing it so is it really (laughs) you know so i don't want to call them terrorists um but they are uh effectively um, getting their d- demands met at least to some degree, and well, okay,
0: are they? Because well, just what, because so the, the police... first,
1: well, the first demand was for the police to leave that area, which they did. So right,
0: but that that happened before they set up the autonomous zone, right? That that was okay. the pretext from which the autonomous zone was derived, mm-hmm. right? the 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 request following that was that the police force of Seattle and the greater Seattle region be mm-hmm. disbanded. And I haven't heard yeah. reports that that has occurred yet. Well, so I just saw
1: I just saw one I don't know I don't know where it is, but uh, I think it was Tim Cass said it uh, that the Minneapolis Senate or whatever legislative body actually did vote unanimously to disband the whole police you know Seattle Police department.
0: Okay, be clear, because you said Minneapolis. You... All right, I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Which wow. Which is fine, but way off. Wow. So If Tim Cass said Minneapolis disbanded, that has nothing to do with the autonomous zone in Seattle.
1: Exactly. So, may- yeah, like I said, I woke up this morning and saw something. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I got the two stories mixed up. Uh, so, maybe, yeah, maybe it was Minneapolis that, that actually voted for for that i i don't know i'll have to okay. look it up again so and i saw yeah, pro- i saw a video it, this morning it probably was minneapolis okay
0: i saw a video on facebook where they had like the mayor i think of minneapolis uh basically declared that he would not disband the police um and then you know the the so the the protesters there yeah, vowed uh to to not reelect him come 2021 um uh, but yes, as far as I know, the, the the pretext for the autonomous zone was they were coming, uh, you know, they were protesting, and just to get out of the way and not cause an incident, the Seattle police vacated the area, and then it was taken over. Uh, and you know, I I will defer to Ken on this before I give my thoughts. What are your thoughts on this? Uh, on on this takeover, um, Capitol Hill autonomous zone
2: ks oh i don't know I, I i don't know about it personally but from what you guys have said uh two things come to mind one is that they uh i'm curious about what some shop owners may think about it because they say well i'm a taxpayer for this service and i'm not getting it they could be upset and probably could later sue for the negligence of the city in that regard what if the Another what thought, if the
0: shop owners were excited because they're finally being allowed to reopen and serve customers
2: Possibly. Yeah. I mean I don't know what the reaction is. Um I suppose that there are all the different kinds of reactions. Some are excited until their windows get broken and the and the uh <clears throat> uh rowdies come in and, and steal all their stuff and redistribute it. <laughs> um and there are others who will say, you know, um that this isn't what I paid for through my taxes and uh, and they could sue the city for for negligence on their part. Well, the but the it,
0: city does not have an obligation to protect. So they'll lose that. Right? That's they that's they don't a,
2: have an obligation to protect provide uh, the city services that they've uh, been paying for. I mean, the Supreme
0: there's a number of Supreme Court cases where they the the United States Supreme Court has said that the police departments do not have an obligation to protect the citizens.
2: Oh, okay. I I wasn't aware of that.
0: Oh my goodness. Um, I will I thought, will find some sources for you then because those are huge. Yeah. That that, yeah, sure. that 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 always has pulled into question um, the legitimacy of citizenship on the whole, right? If if sure. they have no obligation to protect, what is your obligation to fund them? To you know, pay for or, it, yeah. for, or or to uh, to give them your allegiance, uh, as it were. When it comes when it comes to citizenship, that's the that's the basic definition used. It's it's uh, a a duty of allegiance in exchange for an obligation of protection. And the Supreme Court has ruled that there's no obligation of protection, uh, therefore you have no duty to to uh you know to to honor them. I forget what it's brown versus something or other. I can take a moment to look it up. But yeah, go on, Ken. K S.
2: Uh a second issue that comes on is more theoretical, thinking, well, um, how would a private security firm operate operate this? You know, uh, uh rural Rural Metro in Arizona years ago had provided uh, private police services to the city of Ajo, Arizona, until they were shut down by the state. But they, uh, they operated with different incentives entirely than the, than the government when it provides these services. For one, um, they have to win a contract in which they make promises about what their service level would be. Um, part of their uh, obligation is to be held liable for uh, egregious uh, violations of people's liberties, which is what the um, cities all across the country are being accused of having this immunity for policemen. Well, that wouldn't be true if it was a private security firm. The the only way they could get financing would be to have insurance. The only way they could get insurance would be to be uh, abiding by a whole lot of uh, uh, strict industry standards for uh, for their behavior. Um, maybe a challenge could be brought to this with regard to private sec- um, corrections facilities. I've heard that they're not held to very good standards. Uh, but that could be just because the laws that passed that enabled them, exempted them from liability standards, but they shouldn't be exempted. Um, at any rate, there are a whole lot of incentives in the private security world that aren't, in the government security world, and that would make an entirely different uh, situation. I think they would, you know, like Rural Metro did with its uh, fire department services, it was much more efficient at one-fifth the price, much more effective with their uh, fire protection services, uh, with an entirely different approach to fire protection. They did that with fire protection. They could do that with um, police protection, too. Well,
0: and... After, after removing the police or, you know, after the police vacating the area, uh, there were some, per, you know, wannabe protection agencies stepping in and, and taking care of defense, policing authority.
2: You know, they were sure. saying we're the police now. Sure. I would think that people would be eager to hire private security where they, if they couldn't trust the government security. Well, that's nothing new. About well, it wasn't that. hired. They just
0: came in and said, like, we're the police now.
2: Oh, oh. I uh I don't know anything about that. Well tell me more.
0: Uh that's basically what happened. So the again, you gotta you gotta take what you hear in the media from the media with a grain of salt. Um because their reports reports were coming in from both sides. So if you listen to the uh if you listen to the right wing conservative media, it was a bunch of anarchists who took over the city and these communist, these communist anarchists um uh, basically failed because the first thing they did was they set up a border with strict immigration policies um they they ran out of food within 2 days they had a warlord take over who was a soundcloud rapper um and his thugs were patrolling the streets with firearms declaring that we're the police now so basically you know the the local gang had had assumed control um uh, and yeah, and that they were extorting businesses, uh, you know, for, for funds. Uh, and then again, if you, you know, if you, if, if what you're paying attention to was, you know, uh, hand accounts of what was actually going on in there was a uh, community garden was being grown and there was peaceful protests and there was medical stations set up and so it all depends, right? Like I, I, he- I see both sides, I hear both sides and I go, well, if the right wing media is true. Right. If what they're saying is true and a local warlord has taken over, running his own police, extorting businesses for funds, um, you know, harassing people and threatening people, uh, what do you think? Right. Is this, is that an acceptable way to run the autonomous zone? And why isn't he being thrown out? You know,
1: and that's, and that's where I have to put the, Put it in context of this is about police and they're, they're the, the people. If, if there are people that have like a plan for this and what are their demands, it's the demand is for the Seattle t- uh, police to disband. But I see, I don't understand that completely because let's say they do disband. Does that mean Chaz will step down and be like, okay, we're part of the city again? I don't think so. I think the right. people that are enjoying the power that they have. We'll just stay there for as long as they can and just keep making demands because why not?
0: Right. And so you sent me a video uh, and I watched it earlier today from Adam Kokesh's show, Adam versus the man, um, where he kind of went into that aspect of it. And he, uh, considers it more of an Occupy protest, more in line with the Occupy Wall Street protest yeah. and where, uh, again, I don't, I'm not coming down on Chaz or the protesters at all because from an outside perspective looking in they fell into the situation right there was no plan to occupy you know six square uh, six square blocks of downtown Seattle they didn't have a leader going like you know what we need to do we need to take this block over uh, they kind of just did it it was like spontaneous order where the police left and whomever, you know, whatever, whatever leadership wasn't, you know, whatever leadership, uh, emerged at that point, it was just, all right, put up the barricades, (laughs) Police are gone. We're in here. The people, the people of downtown Seattle have spoken. Uh, we, the protesters have spoken. We, uh, are taking over. So the whole list of demands thing that wasn't even on the table when they took it over, that, that, that again emerged, uh, after they had, they held some meetings and some rallies and some, you know, uh, speaking engagements, um, to say like, well, what do we do now? Um, and the list of demands is what came out of the, what do we do now conversation, right? Yes. It always was about police because the, the, all the protests going on in the United States across the country right now, um, are a, a protest against police abuse, Uh, and police mistreatment specifically of black people, right? This is why the Black Lives Matter um, got such a bump in popularity again. It's because police, you know, have a tendency to mistreat everyone, but black folks more than others, perhaps. Um, And so, yeah, so the protest emerged to put an end to police abuse. uh, And the one in Seattle just... Fell into a situation where they were able to, they were basically able to overtake uh, six six city blocks and declare it an autonomous zone. Um, and for the most part, right, this is this is where we can like really get deep in the weeds philosophically. Um, they've won up until this point um, because they've been able to defend it, right? No, no, no outside force. Has come to overthrow them, whomever they are, uh, probably because they don't have a leader. There's no head of the snake to cut off. It's a it's a movement. It's a communist movement of people uh, unif- unified together as one. Right. So who? What's the invading force going to be? Is it going to be the Seattle police going back in and saying, no, 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 we are reclaiming this land for you know un- under the name of the city of Seattle. Uh, Is it going to be the National Guard because invading at that point, a a sovereign autonomous zone, uh, you know, repatriating it into the United States? Is it going to be a rival gang of some kind going like, well, now that you have this territory, we would like it to be our territory and off we go. Uh, And it's it's an interesting situation because there's no precedent for it
1: really. Right. And Uh, so if, if anything good comes out of it, then it would be a model of the, the, the way to secede uh, in the future. Right! Um, yes. So if, and and it's interesting too, because, okay, so you got this, this area, it's only six blocks, but what if they could convince neighboring areas like, okay, it's actually better without the cops here. Yes. So why don't you join us? And then they could have an area as big as Hong Kong. And they
0: push the barricade out of one block at a time while they get, you know, local businesses to, to secede from the United States and join Chaz.
1: Right. And then, then what would happen, then you might have a situation where, uh, the United States government decides, okay, well, we're going to put tariffs on Chaz. And then, uh, you know, uh, uh, yeah, you know, then then built the the government might put a wall around Chaz. The US government yeah. might put a, a wall around and then and then they would be the enforcers of the the ID checks and stuff like that. And
0: wouldn't that be great though? Like let I wanna s well, I, I would I, love to see Trump put a tariff on Chaz. Because that right there would be an acknowledgement that it's a foreign entity at that point.
1: I mean good and bad, but I, I would like to have a, a free place to live inside of the US. That would be great, and it's still yet to be seen what kind of freedom you would actually have inside of Chaz, uh, because, well, it's it's a bunch of lefties there at the moment, and so if you wanted to open a business, would you have to get approval from the, the you know, the 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 people sitting in the park that are voting on everything? You know, it sounds insane, but that's the way they do it, right?
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, right. So again, when I look at this, I I see a whole bunch of people on the right, a whole bunch of conservatives, even the libertarians looking at this and kind of making fun of it, right? Oh, look at those silly commies. And I go, they're they're setting the model, right? They've, they, you know, a a friend posted something uh, about it, you know, making fun of it. And I said, you shouldn't be making fun of this. Right, they have actually, you know, seceded six city blocks of Seattle, while libertarians are begging for ballot access and a and a spot on the debate stage. Right, libertarians talk about uh, secession and what it would be like to remove the yoke of the United States federal government, uh, and the communists just did with six six city blocks. So, you know, make fun of them all you want. Boots on the ground, you're still talking. they're they they're they're doing stuff
2: Cl- clarify something for sure. me sure uh, you say that they've taken over the six uh, six city blocks i'm guessing that in six city blocks there are a lot of private owners of uh businesses homes condos all sorts of uh things in those six city blocks sure i'm guessing that correct me if i'm wrong that they are not all agreed about this uh that this secession that they've been intimidated or silenced, but they don't agree to this takeover. Um, and that it seems to me that uh, they'll go to the court and get and request that the, the, the state take action or the city take action to um, reclaim their property, their access to their own property. And that when that happens, that um, this, this, secession is to be brief lived and, and, uh, crushed. Maybe. I mean, I, it's I, yet I, to what be comes seen to mind for me is, right. Is, uh, Fort is Fort Sumter. <laughs> okay. How, you know, it, it was a federal institution in Charleston, um, Harbor, Charleston, South Carolina, uh, the South seceded. And, uh, but they saw, well, there's this, this piece of property out here that's collecting tariffs on, on, uh, uh, ships coming in and out of uh, Charleston Harbor. I guess we have to assert our our sovereignty by um, attacking Fort Sumter, and that was just the pretext that that Lincoln needed to initiate the whole war to to crush the secession. Now that's the the whole country 150 years ago, but I think that the same pattern of action is probably gonna is not too far off in the future, in this case of Seattle. I don't see it lasting very long at all.
0: I would generally agree with you, and which is why I my my initial contention was, it sets the groundwork, right. And what what do we need to learn from it on how to be more effective next time? Now I'm sure there are private businesses that don't like it, right. But there might be private businesses that do, um, and one of the great things about you know the. Uh, the, the autonomous zone, right, is it removes all the pretext of legitimacy, right? Because you go, well, private businesses may not want to pay the extortion, but you're already calling it extortion, right? They were paying the state tax. They were paying the city tax. They were paying the federal tax. Uh, but that's legitimate because it's a tax, right? Chaz comes in and we call it what it is, extortion, right? Right? Uh, the the police leave town and a warlord takes over, right? And declares that he is now in control of the autonomous zone. And we call it what it is. It's a warlord with a gang of thugs, perhaps, right? Yeah, we don't call it the mayor with the police force, right? We call it what it is. The pretext of legitimacy is removed.
2: Um, so that's no, one the, benefit. The Go ahead. Wor- words. The connotation of words really matter. I mean, Absolutely. I can, uh, but I, I think that that's not going to be viewed positively by by property owners. They've been paying taxes all along. I don't think they considered it extortion. They just said, oh, it's a tax. But now they've got a a gang of, of um, people out in the streets. I mean, maybe they're flower children and only handing out flowers. But I'm guessing not, that in their vote they're saying, and we have a right to uh... to move into your store and, and uh... take whatever we want and remember it's the same kind of folks that in the battle of seattle years ago during when the world trade organization was under siege um, they they shattered all the windows of anything that represented corporate america starbucks and and uh... you know mcdonald's and and all those things were shattered because they felt they had a right to other people's property and i don't think the property owners are gonna view that as a as a plus at all I think maybe not gonna, well i i think but for, but right now 90, there's no evidence of, of
0: that coming from the people who are actually yeah, I, like shooting video in in the autonomous zone
1: so I, I just want to bring it back to the context of it there, there are people with their own uh goals and agenda of what this should turn into and we don't know what is what's going to happen but the, the root of this is a uh, uh, police protest. Um, and so it's, you know, if if it's, if it turns into an actual, uh, area that is, you know, separate, you know, seceded from, from the the United States, that's, that would be interesting and, and, uh, worth following, but, uh, there's, there's no proof that that's exactly what's going to happen. Um, it's more about, um, it, the 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 police aspect and protesting well, the 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 violence of the police do you think Seattle is
0: going to disband the entire police force over Yeah, so
1: many Minneapolis actually voted or the city council did vote okay. to disband or defund the entire big uh, difference mi- Minneapolis so do I think Seattle will uh, like I don't know 50 50 maybe but, okay um you know, there's there's a bunch of you know lefties in Seattle that that what you know they they vote that way, and so yeah. You know, uh, tell see, me,
2: tell me a little bit more detail about that. I haven't been following it. In anymore. Minneapolis, or yeah, in Minneapolis, uh, they well, it's voted a city. to defund it. What what does that mean? Uh, that it's been well, take
1: all their money away, I guess. And then, can they operate without funding? Um, I I don't know. Uh, the the. The mayor says, "Uh, we're gonna keep operating. So, <laughs> uh, we'll we'll see. You know, we don't know yet. But there was a vote by the city council. I don't know what kind of weight that holds. Uh, but there was a vote vote that happened, and they unanimous unanimously voted to defund the entire Minneapolis uh, police department. So,
2: a hundred percent of the funding.
1: Yeah, that's what I that's what I read. I don't know how true that is, but yeah." It's also one of those things where it's
0: nice to say, right, to appease protesters. But if you say we've defunded the police department and the police are still out there uh writing tickets, harassing people yeah, and, to, and well, putting their names yeah. on black people's <laughs> necks,
1: right? If they if they do that to, to fund themselves and they become, you know, hundred percent road pirates with without any uh you know, authority from uh the the the, the, the voting uh legislative body there, um yeah, that would be, that would be funny to see too. But, uh, at the same time, uh, I guess anybody could do that. <laughs> well,
0: that also separates the whole like defund versus disband, uh, or whatever the other term they were using was when right. it comes to this, right? Like it went from abolish the police, right? To, well, how about we just defund them, right? How about, how about we just don't, you know, we, we don't, uh, we just ch- take away a little bit part of their budget, right? And that might, you know, the language might appease the protesters, but we got to mm-hmm. see what the actions are. Um, right. So every, everything up and everything that's coming, right. We're speculating on, um, sure. clearly. And then, you know, because I'm, I'm following it, you you'll probably get an update as, you know, things sort of, sort, sort of clear out, um, you know, two weeks from now when the protesters are bored, uh, and then want to go home, uh, yeah, maybe it clears out. Um, I wasn't surprised. By the reports uh you know that they that they put up a barricade and that they were extorting businesses because they go like well it, it again it kind of got thrown together together all of a sudden um and if you're going to have armed guards patrolling a perimeter right like what are they going to do their their shift ends of the of patrol and then they go to their regular job right <laughs> that's that seems weird too Um, so they got to eat, right. They, they have, you know, they've got to be compensated somehow for their services, even if it's a commune, right. You, you, you know, you're contributing security to the commune. You, you deserve to eat and be sheltered and whatever. Um, you know, they, they started their community garden, right. And people were making fun of them because like, oh, look at that. They started this shitty garden and they ran out of food in two days. Well, yeah, because it takes more than two days to grow food. Right. But they, you know, they did their best. Right? They may not be gardeners, uh, but they, they dug up they you know they dug up the dirt, they planted some food, and they were like, wow, now we gotta wait for it to grow. Um they, it looks like they sectioned off a couple of them because some of the pictures that I saw. So I mean, they're in it for the long haul, maybe, right? You don't plant yeah. the garden well, if you're only planning to be
1: there for a week. And that's what I'm trying to say is that I there there isn't so much a, a plan, but there's a whole bunch of ideological people just doing, you know, kind of whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, well, because there's no cops to stop them. You know, it's yeah. like, it's a, it's, a, it's a park. And you would think, okay, well, it's a park. It's not supposed to be farmland. Uh, but, you know, somebody wants to turn it into farmland and they're going to do it. Now, what they don't understand, <laughs> I think, is, okay, so if somebody comes and decides to knock all the plants down and and plant grass again, like who gets to to decide that that's wrong you know uh, so the, the community's all well, right <laughs> so <laughs> right
0: that community so, garden will be protected until they take a vote and decide that grass is going back
1: cuz Cause that, cuz cause that is what democracy looks like but but the, the, it's not uh you can't assume that democracy is what they're there for. You know, there's somebody else that might decide no, and you know, just like somebody else might decide, well, I'm I'm the police, so you got got to pay me. Understood. Um, so th- it's
0: and even that, uh, like I said, removes the pretext of legitimacy.
1: It it does, uh, but what what I'm trying to say is any anything any any speculation that we make is is purely assumption, and so that's why I'm saying I keep trying to go back to what this really is about is a protest against the police and you know, maybe they'll get some of their uh, demands met uh, with the Seattle police department and maybe not, but I don't know. I don't know what happens when they get some of their demands met. Does that mean they disband Chaz after they get what they want? And I don't think they will because why would they? So basically it's going to morph into something else and, and maybe it'll, uh, develop into, uh, uh, kind of like, a a Hong Kong, uh, you know, f- a free zone. But even then there's, there's still, there's still government in Hong Kong, you know, and yeah. and they've, and they had something to base it on. And well, again, and,
0: speculation, but I believe that the government of Chaz is going to be a direct democracy because it's small enough to support it. Maybe.
1: Well, it's, it's so small that it actually has to be supported from outside. So it'll be supported by donations and... Uh... Well, yeah. I, I mean, I'm talking about the structure of the government,
0: not necessarily the economy, right? How how will Chaz be governed? Uh, I think it's small enough where you can say, based on the people who are currently occupying it um, and their general political leanings, right, Direct demor- direct democracy is likely going to be the government structure of Chaz going forward.
1: Right, and and so with that in mind, there will be no freedom there, because okay. if you want to open a business there, then all of a sudden, or or just continue operating for another year, well, everything everything is up for a vote. There is zero freedom there in the future. Yeah anything like, oh, this is my business. Well, we have to vote on it. Is it really your business? <laughs> you <know? Yeah. laughs>
0: right. Understood. So if if I'm coming across as supporting this because you think that I'm suggesting it's going to be a bastion of freedom and liberty, uh, you're wrong. Um, and I will try to clarify my position if that's what you think. Um, like my, my uh, comment earlier was, They've, they obviously did something right. How can we learn from that? If, if you're freedom-oriented and liberty-minded, right? Um, right. So, but, what, they so did what, was it, you, what they did was conquer six city blocks, which no libertarian organization has done to this point, right? So if libertarians were able to conquer six city blocks, what would we, the freedom the freedom and liberty-minded individuals, do differently to operate those city blocks sure in that's, accordance that's, with liberty and freedom
1: and that's a good question for us and so how how would our uh free economic zone work if we were able to have an area where we chased off the cops and, and uh you know what laws would we have uh, and
0: uh, don't hurt people don't take their stuff
1: start so a new start a new with that as the foundation so i think the the basics of freedom kind of dictates that, well, you have to have uh, at least some understanding of property rights, right? And sure. so would, would that be written down? Would there be a court system or would that you leave it completely up to a, a free market? And then what if somebody tried to, you know, destabilize that, that market-based yeah. uh, property rights organization and, you know, could it actually be, you uh, what was the word you used? Uh, Legitimized? Uh, no, um, spontaneous order. Oh yeah. Of of property rights. Does does property rights spontaneously exist, or do you have to have uh, some uh, government or uh, you know organization saying, well, no, th- in this area uh, we have a thing called property rights and. And, uh, and freedom, and, and and this has to be respected. you know. Right. So honestly, that part of the discussion
0: breaks down from jump street if you're talking about doing it from a libertarian perspective, right? Because like Ken said, there's going to be some people in the area that want to be there. There's going to be some people in the area that don't want to be there. So if you, as a libertarian, wanted to take over six city blocks and annex it, from the United States with, you know, with no cops or whatever, you would go to the first building and you'd go to the property owner and you'd say, Hey, wouldn't it be great if you didn't have to pay taxes to the city and the state? And instead, um, once, once we get you on board, we're going to go to your, the building next door and get them on board. And then once we have like all the property owners in this city block, in the six city blocks agree uh, that they don't all don't want to be a part of the United States. Well, then we're going to declare it an autonomous zone um, and defend it against uh, invaders. In in which case it would be like whatever city you're in's police department first, right? Like this, <laughs> there's no there's no libertarian takeover of six city blocks while respecting property rights. Uh, otherwise, you'd have to like you know get a conglomerate together and purchase legitimately six city blocks. Right.
1: Yeah, and I think I think if libertarians wanted to do that in New Hampshire, yeah, maybe they could.
0: That's possible here. There's there's some areas where there's already a a small police presence
1: and Mm -hmm. cheap land. So, yeah. But I mean, you could you could also pay the police voluntarily to only enforce property rights. Say, hey, you guys are no longer the police. You guys are the uh, private property uh, enforced uh, private property uh, guards now. Right. Maybe,
0: because they're even if you buy up all the land, they're still beholden to their employer, the city or the state, from wherever they happen to be. Sure. So they would have to quit. They would have to quit their job, give up their pay and their pension to be. Well, that's uh, what I'm prod- saying. Yeah,
1: it, it might be easier just to pay them to uh, not get paid by the other guys.
0: Maybe. Yeah, I don't know, but it's it. It sounds absurd to do it that way. Uh, well, not
1: really. Not if you understand the basic basis of the Chaz people's argument, or th- the whole reason they're doing this is because they don't like police behavior. And right. I'm saying that's completely legitimate, except they don't understand what to do if they don't have uh, uh, well, basically, it's it's com- complete uh, I-, I would say anarchy, lawlessness. Uh, don't conflate because, the two, but yeah. Mm, yeah, kind of, Yeah, it's it's hard it's hard to talk about because they they have a different view of what anarchy is understood. So, I'll just say uh, leftism. They're confused. They don't know what they want. Right,
0: but (laughs) you're generally right long term. But they know they don't want cops. Right, exactly, and that's my whole point. And they've successfully eliminated that from the six city blocks. The question, the, the the lingering question that we can only
1: speculate on is now what? Exactly. And so my my solution is, I I don't want cops either, well as as they're imagined and implemented right now, uh, but I do want a service to pay, that I can pay to uh, help me if I'm if my property is being uh, taken yeah. or or my life is being threatened. We just go talk uh, to the I, warlord I do want when that, that
0: happens. Right. He's he's the police. You just go talk to your warlord. And you go, hey, the, I have a I have a dispute that I would well, like to I'm bring saying, forth we can, before the council. We,
1: we don't want a warlord. We want a okay. voluntary system. And so I think the current police can be converted to a voluntary system rather okay. than just banning them completely. I mean, the, the thing is, they enforce the laws that they're paid to enforce, basically. The cops aren't really... Unfortunately, it, yeah. Yeah. They aren't especially uh, bright or uh, free or voluntary or, you know, yeah. It's just, most of them are horrible people. They just don't know it. (laughs) Because their family tells them they're so nice. But they do understand. Well, they're also getting paid for it. It's just like everybody in the military that gets their ass kissed for dropping bombs on people, they're also getting paid for it. So, of course, it's the right thing. They're heroes. if they said, if they said, Hey, there's a chance you might go to jail for dropping a bomb on somebody. They they would think twice about it. True,
0: and I think again, I go back to in, in this in this case of Chaz, the one of the beautiful things about it is it removes the pretext of legitimacy. I'll, I'll repeat that, you know, as much oh, as possible. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, hundred percent agree. Because but what, you can't just act like a warlord and expect no consequences, maybe mm-hmm.
1: because someone can yeah, challenge m- m-
0: you, unlike they like they wouldn't be able to challenge the existing structure.
1: Yeah, well, they can challenge them up to a point, and that point is when the warlord has uh, enough force behind him, and then the, you just either leave or you submit. Yeah, and so or
0: or come back with greater force. Right? They they took it by force, therefore it can be taken
1: by force. Right. So, I guess what I'm getting to in our thought experiment is, I think maybe the best thing that can come out of this in that in that area. Is have a police force that is voluntarily funded, uh, and if if that's possible, then it will serve their interests. Yeah. And maybe what will happen is because you know it's a small area, it's going to be dependent on the surrounding areas and and, and donations from outside of there. Um, maybe they maybe they will be able to happily coexist with yeah. uh, you know the surrounding areas.
0: I mean that's true for a lot of smaller nations anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's not there's there's not a there's enough smaller nations that don't have uh, an abundance of natural resources, right? That rely on other yeah. things.
1: As what far if they as- had some freedom there and people were actually allowed to make it a great place? I think that, right. that would be fine. But I I don't trust the lefties to turn it into a good place. I think it'll kind of. We'll have to see, but we'll have I think to see. it will, I think it will deteriorate into, uh, you know, somebody and there, there's one guy, I don't know his name, but, uh, he's, he's got multiple degrees, real smart guy. He's, he's one of the ones that was, uh, you know, planting the, the garden in the, okay in, in the field there or the park. And, and, and it'll, it'll become one guy just knows how to manipulate people better than everybody else. And whatever he says basically ends up happening. See,
0: and I, that's, that's strong language because what I think, let's go back to the thought experiment of what would happen if this was more liberty oriented, right? There would be some leader emerge that knows what they're talking about, right? If the idea is we're going to plant a garden, right? Then you should defer your opinion on that to the guy who knows how to garden, right? And if it, you know, because we're not bothered (laughs) by natural hierarchies, Right. If you yeah. want to plant the garden, you just do what the gardener tells you to do, and how and in, in due time you have a garden, right?
1: Well, it, <laughs> it depends though, because like, it it's is a garden really the best use of that space? I don't well, know. It, depend, it depends on how many people move there and how much donations they get from outside sources. Yeah, like if they got a whole bunch of money from outside sources, and it you know you it, in in Hong Kong you wouldn't necessarily want a garden in Hong Kong because you you'd rather have a building for more people to move (laughs) into. Understood. So, uh, you know, that, that. Consider uh, the
0: garden symbolic then that they're there for the long haul, right? You don't plant a garden if you're only going to be there for two weeks. You plant a garden if you, if you're trying to, you know, grow food to sustain some small population over an an extended period of time. So if that's that's symbolic now, fine.
1: Way too many people are there to even warrant a, a garden. It's, it's, uh, well, again, considered it's just, symbolic. it's just, yeah, it is symbolic and it's silly. Okay. And pr- probably the, the space should be used for, I don't know what they, what they do, sit around and vote on what they're going to do next. They have another <laughs> space for that. That's the thing. There's a, there's a
0: map somewhere that has like the areas laid out. There, there, there's a yeah, map yeah. of the, of the zone. And I was like, if you're, if you're coming to the area, here's where the medic station is at right? Here's the, here's the music playing and the speaker station. Here's where the community garden is. Uh, you know, here's whatever, uh, I forget what the other things on the map were, but you get the point, right? They, they, they have organized the area somewhat in a very short amount of time. Um, and, and all I'm saying is some of what they're doing is commendable, right? Do I think it will collapse in and of itself? Absolutely. Right. And which is why, again, I'll, I'll re- I'll be repetitive yet again, I'll go back to the importance is what can we learn from it? What, what did they do right? Because they didn't do everything wrong. Let's be clear. They did not do everything wrong. Um, because for as short as it's been, it's been four days now for four days, they've been their own country and that's, you could, you know, or autonomous zone or whatever you want to call it. Uh, if the right is making fun of them and calling it a country that, you know, Trump should put tariffs and build walls around, I'm going to call that a win. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. You, you, you've seceded six blocks. You've created your own country. That's more than most people can say, uh, from any side of, you know, whatever side of the political spectrum you end up on libertarians included. Uh, and then what, what happens from there is speculation, but they've done it. They have a symbolic garden. If you want to call it that, uh, they, they've been, you know, they have a form of government somewhat uh, again, direct democracy because they're, they're having meetings and voting on stuff. Uh, right. So they're not, so again, they're not doing everything wrong. Um, but I think the, the general composition of the people that would go there is what will lead to its failure in the short term. Um, and then again, it goes back to what can we learn from it and how do we do it different or better?
1: And if, if they do uh, a good enough job, then they should be able to convince neighboring areas to join them. They should. Absolutely. If if it's, more peaceful and more prosperous and then that would be, that would be a a way to gauge how successful they are.
0: Yeah. And right now, if you look at the, the on the ground videos from the activists uh, and protesters who were actually there, that seems to be uh, the general feeling right now, right? With, without police antagonizing everybody, right? With riots and tear gas and batons and all that other nonsense Right. They've, it's calmed down on the ground. Um, I'm sure there's still some rabble rousers, you know, getting it out of their system. Um, but that's what you have the, the warlord there for, right? He, you know, he saw there was one video that came out. He saw somebody tagging, uh, spraying graffiti on the property, and he uh, kicked him out of the autonomous zone. Right. All right. So what, uh, for the, for the local businesses, this is what, uh, what chaos was speculating on earlier. Maybe they don't want to be there. Okay. You know, as it grows, if there's a property owner that doesn't want their building, you know, annexed, they can cede it back or they can realize that, Hey, uh, this isn't as bad, right. I'm allowed to open my business, right. Protesters need to be f- fed and clothed and whatever, you know, services that they're offering. Uh, unlike the government that had them shut down for the past two, three months, right. They're allowed to open. So they're allowed to conduct business at least. Uh, you know, if it comes to the point where it's going to be usurped and, you know, Uh, uh, brought into the commune and overthrown and ransacked. Well, maybe you see the writing on the wall and you just, you move out, you know, cut your losses, get out. If you can, if you can gain the support of the United States government or the Seattle, the rest of Seattle to go and enforce your property rights
1: by all means. um, I I wonder how many of the the, the leftists that are there in Chaz were actually for shutting down business during coronavirus. Probably all of them. (laughs) <laughs> or a good portion of them. Cause that's, that's the people from
0: the left are the ones that were saying, shut it all down, right. uh, overwhelmingly. But now, but now that they're, they're there, right. They have products and services available.
1: Shut down the businesses voluntarily because we don't have cops that are, that will shut you down. Yeah. Or, or
0: not, or open back up cause they need supplies, right? All of the situation changed. All of a sudden their, their opinion changed for the better. Um, despite whatever hypocrisy comes with that, you know, if they're, if they're letting people open for business. All right, good. More of that, please. I don't know. It's interesting. KS, you've been quiet for a while. Any more thoughts on that? Or did we clear? He's
1: quiet because, because he lives in Hawaii and, uh, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and we don't have any of that uh, going on here with the, with the, the police and the, the riots and, and violence and, Yes, uh, well, what a what a sad state.
2: At, there are protests down at Alibon Park, but there are peaceful gatherings, and uh, there haven't been any violent uh, conflicts uh, that I that I know of. But I think that a lot of the people in those movements that are down in the in the rallies would probably very much like to do um, this secession and uh, defunding the police. I think that. Um, Probably, it's on the table now and now's the time but you know it seems to me that the idea from the libertarian point of view has always been free enterprise zones you know if in that way you still can maintain the whole concept of of property rights and and uh rules of behavior and uh you know you can you can transition from one to the other it has been done i i don't have uh, examples right off hand but uh Uh, I think that that sort of thing is a good model, too, even better, because it's, uh, I mean, if you accept principles of property rights and um, standards of behavior, uh, trade, commerce, things like that, uh, at the outset, you have a lot better prospect of success.
0: Maybe. That's the thing. Maybe. Because to me, I go like, they overtook six blocks. They now control six blocks. What happens after that, we're speculating on. Um, uh, the, the effort for libertarians to acquire six blocks of land is astronomical compared to the, we just took it over by force. Right. And it, it may, it may work out better long-term. Uh, but how big of an area do libertarians need to consider it an autonomous zone? Because if you have to go to each and every property owner, like I could, I could, if I had a house, right, I could declare my house an autonomous zone, right? It's my land. I've declared, you know, this is, this is now the free state of rich, uh, autonomous zone, uh, no cops welcome, no police services needed, right? Only, only free people are allowed on this property. Uh, and everyone who tries to take it from me or, or tax me is a usurper of my freedom and liberty. Uh, but it doesn't work because I'll get overrun real quick. The first time the property tax bill becomes due from, you know, the state of New Hampshire or whatever so exactly. i need to get my neighbors involved.
2: involved i think the the conflict that is coming up over this is likely to i mean talking about the the bigger picture is likely to be more of a boost to trump than it is to biden and uh in in the forthcoming election i think that trump is probably secretly delighted yeah. with this kind of action in the in seattle because it just Reinforces his base and draw and and probably draws in a lot of independence, non committed people, towards his desire to reinforce reintroduce law and order. Yeah, but, but, it, but if you're really...
0: a, if you're a citizen of Chaz, right, that's a foreign election. Who cares?
2: Well, hmm. For it's long like long us long
0: paying last, attention yeah. to who's a prime minister of Canada or the president of Mexico. I don't know.
2: I don't care. Not my country. Do what you want. Well, that's just it. Trump, I think, would have no problems at all calling in the army uh, to to brush them aside, just sweep them away, incarcerate
0: them. Yeah, you're probably right. And if if you don't view it as an autonomous country, um, that's a constitutional violation for having you know the U.S. armed forces on American soil, right? If it is, if it is an, if it is a, a taken back uh, from a, another country. Then it's an international incident of a U.S. invasion, right? And you you might be able to solicit assistance from the U.N. Who knows? Mm. It's an interesting scenario.
2: I don't right? think it's it's going to be viewed as a legitimate scenario by anybody. I mean, depends how anybody, big it gets. Any other? Well, yeah. how
0: long does it have to last before you go like, okay, the the Chaz is now it's it's legitimate own thing, right? What would you need to see to 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 make that declaration?
2: i mean i just don't see that happening at all
0: well yeah that's what i'm saying i i agree that it's probably not going to happen but it's not there's there's historical precedents, right of of uh small areas annexing from their home country so what would like you personally what would you need to see to to go like no Chaz, chad the, the 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 Capitol hill autonomous zone is no longer part of the united states like what criteria do they have to meet um Give them a goal to work towards. What what criteria do you think is necessary to make that declaration? Or there's no criteria and they're just, they're a part of the United States, they're rabble-rousers, they're protesters, they're criminals, they're terrorists, and that's the end of the story.
2: I don't know enough about their situation to, to comment further. I just don't, I don't um, see a scenario where it's it's going to grow big enough to become legitimate. Okay. I mean, you mentioned that there are precedents. Um, you know, what are the precedents? I mean, Panama seceded from Colombia. That was uh, 120 years ago. Okay. So take use that
0: one as your base for what you think it would take for Chaz to be considered its own thing.
2: Well, I mean, it's it's not a comparison at all. In that case, it was Teddy Roosevelt, the United States, that actually sided with the Panamanian secession because they wanted the canal there.
0: Okay. So we So one of those criteria would be support from a third country. Yeah. Right. Like if Canada, if Canada said, nope, we recognize Chaz, uh, as its own autonomous zone, separate, uh, separate from the United States, uh, that may be enough for you to go like, okay, Chaz, it's its own thing. Um, uh, the, the,
2: If you're talking about a small country that, I mean, here in the case of Panama, it was a very large country, very powerful country that was siding with the secession movement of a pretty small country by comparison. Same thing with Kosovo, when they declared uh, secession from Serbia. Uh, The United States and a number of other countries uh, stepped in. Uh, A lot of European countries stepped in and siding with it. If people, right now there's a secessionist movement in Venezuela and they're A lot of countries have sided with with them because Maduro was so bad. And uh, same thing in in Yugoslavia. I think you've got to have a a broad uh, consensus of very powerful figures saying that the previous situation was so bad that it seems to be justified to to step in. What if China and Russia declare
0: it it to be so, then just to antagonize Trump?
2: Yeah, I mean, that's right. It would just antagonize Trump. Trump would, would... Put it, put an end to it in a day if he felt that there was any threat to U.S. sovereignty from China or, or Russia because of uh, six blocks in Seattle. Do
0: you think that would be enough? That that puts a, a squash on every secessionist movement um, of every libertarian fantasy then because the, 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 the rebuttal to that is always, well, what are they going to do? Roll in tanks? And you're basically saying, yeah, if it, if it came down to it, uh, you know, the president of the United States in the, in this current situation, Donald Trump, would roll in tanks to make sure that you didn't secede.
2: I think a better case can be made for Liberland, uh, that uh, sort of uh, ill-defined zone in a river area between, I think it's uh, Hungary and, and uh, I mean, it's in Eastern Europe. I don't remember exactly. It's Croatia and it whatever
0: the border of Croatia is.
2: Well, maybe so. Okay. In any case, there, there's a... Maybe a better case for them because okay. there's some uncertainty about the legal definition of of their territory. Of course, the two countries that that border that area are both challenging it, but they're, you know, uh, I don't know. They're both challenging
0: they're, they're, it all of a sudden, right? Because neither of them wanted it until Land said, okay, we'll take it.
2: That's right. That's right. But I think all of these uh, efforts by libertarians to establish uh, free zones have, have not... Met a good fate, I mean, I think that what you have up in north in New Hampshire is probably the best uh groundswell movement, but it's not secession it's it's um taking over the democratic process
0: sure um, but, but there's th- a secession movement within there. the movement
2: as there is in Hawaii, you know the Hawaii sovereignty movement has always been pressing for that, yeah, but Hawaiians are very uh broken into factions and and you know it's not very cohesive oh yeah that's been going on for a hundred years yeah so uh without much uh to show for it yeah i mean there's this strong sort of uh culture of sentiment and 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 resentment but it it doesn't ever materialize yeah i think the inertia is the hardest thing to overcome well people are comfortable with the way things were the reason that this seems reasonable in seattle right now whereas it didn't during the well the occupy movement occurred right after the the 2008 uh recession the 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 great recession right now this is happening because of the lockdown and all that too but i think it will probably uh fade away as uh, economies start to recover and people get back to what they were used to
0: yeah and again i generally agree with you but one of the one of the differences between this, the, you know, the Hawaiian secessionist movement, uh, the free state project is uh, that inertia is quite easily overcome uh, by communists in large numbers, because say what you want about their political philosophy, uh, they work together in large numbers, right? That's that's part of the, that's one of the benefits of that type of situation is uh, they all come together for a common cause and then, you know, faction off later, right? If you could get all the secessionists in Hawaii to come together for a common cause and then splinter off later, you might, you might have enough to make it happen. Um, Same here in the, in, in New Hampshire for the Free State Project, right? There's, there's already, there's, there's already so many factions within the movement um, that it's difficult to get any, anything, uh, anything good going, because it's all splintered already right it it, before it used to be the the civil disobedience versus the in the system activists and both sides would accuse the others of ruining the movement Uh, because for civil disobedience folks it's like i don't want to put i don't want to play in the legal system right i just want to live free i came here to live free i'm going to live free and if that means protesting against nonsensical laws then so be it Right, and the the, in the 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 political activists were ruining the movement um, by playing into the into the game of the existing political structure, right, and vice versa. The, the people in the political system are going like, "Well, you freedom, you uh, uh, freedom activists, you civil disobedience are ruining the movement because we're not going to be seen as legitimate as long as you're smoking weed in the park." Right, you must register to vote and run for office and wear the suit and comb your hair and tuck in your shirt. Do all this other stuff, you know, to to be respectable, respectable, respectable uh, members of the movement. Right, so it, it's been it's been factioned off uh, from the beginning. Then you get you get the communists who go like, you know, fuck the police, get them out, and the block is ours now. Done. Now what? Who knows? Right, but we did the first. We got step one done. Right. They they got to step one whereas no other movement has.
2: Well, I think with that, um, the soup kitchen beckons.
0: Yes, it does. Uh, final thoughts, MC. No. Uh, nope. All right, that'll wrap it up then. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. You guys know where to find us. Anarchistexperience.com, uh, telegram t.me slash anarchist experience or t.me slash the anarchist experience. And if you'd like to contribute to the show financially, you can do so through Patreon. Patreon.com slash the anarchist experience. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll talk to you all next week. Peace. Aloha.